everyone. Welcome to episode five of Life in the Pink House and Beyond. Today is a very special episode because my fiance is joining the podcast. And he informed me today that he has only listened to the first episode. <laughs> you, are, you are a very busy man. <laughs> so I, I am care. busy. And I've heard most of these conversations with your mom over the phone. Yeah, anyways. you know all of this stuff. You know yeah. all of this stuff in further I'm not going to be learning much from the you're, podcast. You're not. That's very, <laughs> that's very true. Well, today we are recording from our apartment in Florida. As some of you may know, Bryson and I lived apart for the first couple months that I worked for Disney just because all of this stuff happened real fast. And he and I both did not think that was what was going to happen. So we still had a lease on our apartment in in Texas. And he the had, house. sorry, not, not, <laughs> they're right, our house in Texas. Excuse me. We still had our lease in our house in Texas. And he had just started a new job. He had marine obligations. So, yeah, so we were apart for a little bit, but now... We are finally together, permanently. Mm-hmm. So sorry you're stuck with me. So now the the moment you've all been waiting for, uh, you get to hear about me. Um, <laughs> my name is Bryson Fletcher. I was born in a small town in East Texas. Um, moved to the big city of Dallas around middle school and lived there pretty much ever since. Um, I went to the University of Arkansas up in Fayetteville, Woo Pig, and now I run a financial advising practice, um, based out of Dallas, but you know, it gives me, uh, the flexibility to kind of work from anywhere. So now I get to come down here to Orlando. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, besides that, uh, I don't like scary movies. <laughs> Or, or rides that drop. We'll get into that later. Yep. Um, but yeah, pretty pretty normal dude. Pretty normal. Yeah. The thing the thing about Bryson is he's a confident guy, but he's a very humble guy. He's not going to brag a whole lot about himself. Um, you forgot to mention that you were a United States Marine. Hoorah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Been in the Marines for a little over. Five years now. Let's see. May was how many months since it's been May, June, July, August, September. Almost five and a half years. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I, I work with uh, administration and operations at um at an artillery unit down in Texas. Um, and I've enjoyed it. Gotten to do some pretty cool stuff with the Marines. Um, and. Oh, another thing. I like to travel. Um, and so with the Marines and outside the Marines, we've got to go to some pretty cool places. Yeah. Way cooler. Mainly outside of the Marines. Ma- mainly outside yeah. of the Marines, let's be honest. Yeah. Outside <laughs> of the Marines, I've got to go to a lot of cool places. Inside the Marines, I've got to go to North Carolina. <laughs> and California. And California. Put some respect on North Carolina. Not that part of North Carolina. <laughs> I know. It's where that class action lawsuit's happening. <laughs> All right. Well, I asked you all on social media. I went 
out to Instagram and Facebook um, just to see what kind of questions you had for, you know, Bryson and myself in regards to like our relationship and everything, what kind of things you would like to know and got some really awesome questions and we're so excited to do this together. Um, First question today is coming from April Collins and her question is, where will y'all live once you're married? So I'm just going to go ahead and say <laughs> who freaking knows. That That's a wonderful question. At this point, probably Florida, um, just because we're getting married in April, and that's six months from now. And honestly, I I want to stay working for Disney for the next couple years. But as we all know, we don't know how life is supposed to work out and we never can predict the future. Um, I don't know if my journey with Disney will last for another year or two years or three years or four years. Who knows? Um, I think a lot of that is up to me and Bryson and, you know, what we want to do with our relationship. And, you know, when we decide that we want to start having kids because we have a guesstimation of, (laughs) of when we want to start trying, but, um, but at the same time, I think it's all about, you know, what makes m- the most sense at, at that time. Mm-hmm. But at, right now, we're planning on probably settling down in Dallas. Oh, yeah. um, just because Bryson's whole family is there. And um, we're, we're very familiar with the area. We know what has good school systems. Um, we know our way around. He grew up there. It's just a very familiar Farms spot. There. Um, there's great opportunity for him. There's good opportunities for me there. Um, but then again, there, a lot can change over time. So that's the plan right now. And, and we're just kind of letting go and letting God figure out, you know, everything else as time progresses. I think that was a good way. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. Um, I'll go first on this next one. The same also from April Collins. How many children do you hope to have? I hope to have three, two boys and a girl in that order. That's, <laughs> like, like we can control that. She said, "What? How many do you want?" How many I, do that's you want? that's what I want to happen. Yeah. I think I'm allowed to want things. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> I mean, I I think we both have agreed since we, you know, the entire time we've been dating on three kids. Mm-hmm. I feel like three is a great number. Um, now we have no idea how we want to space those those kiddos out yeah that's another thing that we haven't really talked about yet my vote is three years yeah yeah two three years then yeah then three years then another one then three years then another one yeah yeah i don't like that whole two under two business i know i know i know who knows you never know um i i you know bryson and i come from different family dynamics um he's the baby of the family i'm the oldest Um, so we both have very different perspectives. Um, and you know, in his family, the oldest of the three is also a girl. So, you know, I think it's interesting because he's, he's like the Keenan of his family, which cracks me up when I really think about it. And, and I'm the tailor of your family (laughs) in a way. Um, so I think we both have, you know, different perspectives on, how many kids we want and like how it should all be spaced out because 
How how far apart are you and Taylor in age? Uh, well, it's three and a half years between me and Jake, then three and a half years between him and yeah. his sister. So about seven years. Yeah. Ish. She's what thirty one. Mm-hmm. God, she's old. Oh my god! Uh, you <laughs> <said> me. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, seven years. Um, and now that we're older, we're a lot closer than we were when we were younger. Obviously, just because you know we're very different stages and, uh, and you know stuff stuff like that. But um, no, I mean it's it's a fun age gap. Um, yeah. But uh, it's pretty steep. Like, and some, when you're younger, that those extra few years are a lot harder to, to blur the line between than they are when you get older. That's true. Like the, the life between 25 and 30 isn't nearly as drastic of a difference as it is between 10 and 17. Right. Like, so that right. was where a lot of that was, but we're super, we're super tight now. Very, very close family. I feel like that's, you know, kind of how it is with, it's, it's interesting dynamic with me and and my brothers, because, you know, as most of y'all know, Keenan and I are 10 years apart. Um, Tristan and I are seven and Reagan and I are two. Um, And to be exact, we're 22 months apart. So we're not quite two years apart. Um, But Reagan and I have always been super close. I mean, you know, you go through that awkward stage in middle school where like you kind of get on each other's nerves for like a year or two and then you're close again. But I feel like that was the only time where we never like got along or like weren't super, super close. We've always been close. Um, with the little boys, I, I think I always will see them as little boys. Even if they're grown men, <laughs> I don't think I'll ever see them as, you know, not being babies. Like Keenan's in sixth grade and I think I'll forever see him as like a, as a five-year-old. Because in my head, that's that's how he is. <laughs> like, I will never not see him that way. <laughs> but, you know, it is an interesting dynamic. So I think it's it's something that we'll have to talk more about. But, but yeah, we definitely have 100% decided that we want three kids. Mm-hmm. But, you know, who knows? Uh, okay, next question um, from Victoria Isabel. How difficult was it to balance work, the wedding planning, and not being in the same state? Um, super easy for me because I didn't really do any wedding planning. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. Yeah. I, uh, when she wanted my opinion, she would ask and I would give it. Uh, but that was a pretty easy job. Um, and aside from that, you know, I was just, I was working. Being in, the sa- in a different state was tough. Um, I'll go ahead and just say a lot tougher on her than it was on me just because, you know, she was living in Orlando. I was still living in Texas. And so I was still surrounded by like all my friends and family constantly. And so even though like she wasn't there, I still had like everybody else in my life that I cared about around me. So it was easy and I was working a ton. So it was easy to keep myself distracted. Mm -hmm. Um, But for her, you know, I'll let you speak to it, but um, I know it was way more difficult because down here we have like no friends or family, and mm-hmm. well, you have friends now, um, but it's like way more difficult to be down here alone if you don't have like that support system like right by your side. For sure. I mean, I feel like the first. So I I started my job with Disney in June. Um, Bryson didn't get here until September, so. There was 
I mean, all the moving stuff, like he was not here. Um, when I started work, when I was working for the first couple months, you know, we only got to see each other twice in that time. Um, he came here within the first like two weeks of me living here for my birthday. And then I flew in like a month and some change oh, later. It was a disaster. What? Your birthday. Oh, my birthday trip. Yeah. I, I had just started work and I was working pretty much the entire time that he was here. We saw each other for maybe a grand total of six hours. Six hours. The whole trip. It was, it was tough. I think that was a really hard time because we, we have. I missed July 4th for that too. I know. Yep. I know we had, we've had a very um, unfortunate luck situation with the summertime and us being apart because last summer he was gone for six weeks for a training with the Marines in North Carolina while I was in training camp for Cowboys. And that was really tough because um, he would be on base all day long with no service. And then whenever he would get out, I'd be going to practice. And Hmm. he would have to get up at like 4 a.m. And we were, you know, on an hour time difference. So we would not get to talk to each other at night when I would get home from practice. So like I'd be sending him voice memos of like how the night went because I was just too tired to text afterwards. And, like, then it was just, like, we would maybe get to talk for a total of maybe five to ten minutes on a car ride in between me going from (laughs) teaching at the studio to to practice that night. So that was really challenging, and I think that was a big – last summer was a big realization for us, like, you know, solidifying our relationship even more because we had gone so much time without, like, being – physically together and I I was like this sucks (laughs) like I hate this so much Mm -hmm. um so I mean we had already started living together at that point but but yeah that was that was really hard so this year like I was like we've done this before we're gonna be fine like I was all you know optimistic all right but I don't think I factored in all of the things like he he dealt with everything a lot easier than I did um, because, like he said, he was surrounded by family and friends and a new job keeping him super busy. And I think it was nice because, you know, at one point, like after our lease ended, he was back living at home with everyone and, you know, getting to see family every single day. And that's just super comforting. Like, you know, it definitely makes time go by quicker. When my family would come visit me in Florida whenever he hadn't moved yet, um, it was so nice because it was a huge distraction. Um, and it's just, it's just comforting. And, you know, now I have great friends and everything and I'm super settled, but yeah, it was really tough. Like the first month and just trying to make friends and trying to get a solid life out here. So that was challenging. Wedding planning has been tough. Um, I will say it's been super fun. Um, I have enjoyed it thoroughly. I do not have a wedding planner. I'm doing all of this myself. Um, just because I've always wanted to do all of my own wedding planning. But yeah, I will say like Bryson has like the easiest job in the world. <laughs> and honestly, any groom has the easiest job in the world because y'all y'all don't like it's not that you don't care. It's just that it's not that big of a deal. Right. It's not that I don't care, it's that I care more about it's what you like. Right. So basically how the conversation goes is I call in him and I'm like, hey, what do you want to do about 
DJ. And he's like, you pick. And I'm like, great. Thanks for the help. <laughs> but yeah, so for wedding planning, it's it's been tricky in that regard of, you know, being apart and like not getting to have the bonding of like planning it together. But really, he's not doing a whole lot of planning anyway, so it doesn't really matter. That didn't really affect us too, too much. Having to start a new job and wedding planning, that was tricky because I was still trying to get settled and get into a new routine of everything. But now everything's kind of settled down. We've gotten the majority of wedding planning done, which is awesome. And now we're kind of in a in a chill space. We can mm-hmm. kind of relax for a bit and enjoy being engaged, which I feel like that's been a blessing of having a really long engagement. I mean, I don't think ours is super long. It's a year and a half, not even. It's like a year and four months. But yeah. but having, you know, a longer engagement, like it has... I told you. I yeah. told you it was a good idea. Is, now, like, of course, like I, we both wanted to get married quickly, but... Whenever you want to have, you know, a bigger wedding, you need time to plan it so you're not like stressed out. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm, I was stressed out for a bit and I had plenty of time. Um, but yeah, other than that, long story short, it was challenging, but everything's good. <laughs> long story, still pretty long. That's <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Save me. Uh, next question from Sophia. Sophie Malchus, Malchus. I don't know. Malk, Malk, okay, Sophie M. <laughs> when did you know you were going to get married? When I proposed, and she said yes. That's when I knew. Oh, that's um, <laughs> that's a very smart aleck answer, and not the full truth. Uh, oh man. I mean, I knew pretty pretty quickly, or I knew I wanted to marry her pretty fast. I didn't know if she wanted to marry me back. But I mean, you know, we, we really hit it off when we when we first met. And I think also Ice Storm happened pretty early on and we ended up spending like five days locked in a house together mm-hmm. when I was still living at Bingley. Yeah. yeah. Um and we, we got to spend a lot of time together because I was still in college, uh, finishing up my last semester at Arkansas and I got to I finagled my schedule where I was just taking online courses, so I was living back in Dallas. But uh, no, we we got to spend a lot of time together, and she was, you know, free all day till three o'clock every day. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so yeah, we we got to spend a lot of time together, and I think that really helped us, you know, get a good jump start on our on our relationship. So I knew pretty early on that that we were going to get married, or that I was going to at least ask. Yeah, I feel I feel like the start of our relationship was very smooth in the fact that like a lot of people when they're first starting to date, it's all about, you know, figuring out scheduling and everything and trying to see, you know, time management skills. And, you know, is this person going to be able to make time for me? Cause I feel like half of a relationship is just time management and communication. And we didn't really have to deal with that whole, whole lot at the beginning, just because like your schedule was pretty flexible and, Mm -hmm. You know, mine was consistent in the fact that I usually had stuff going on starting at three o'clock every day up until, you know, 11 o'clock midnight um, with teaching at studio and then going to to practice. Um, Now, football season was always kind of crazy, but we started dating in December. So it was at the tail end of football season. Um, We started talking in 
in uh, November and then started dating in December. So he caught me literally at the very end of football season, which was awesome because then, like, we had a huge break of everything. Off season's weird because we, we were on a break. No, <laughs> we were not on a break. I was on a break with the Cowboys. Um, we, um, it, it was nice because off season's weird because you, sometimes you're super, super busy. Like we had, we would, would have calendar shoot and appearances and, you know, dance performances randomly. But for the most time, like you're not having practice every night. And so it was pretty, pretty chill. Um, so we would spend so much time together. And when you spend that much time together, you really start to figure out, you know, how you how you work together. And I think we both knew from a very early spot that we were probably the perfect match for each other. Um, just because our personalities match so well and we have a lot of common interests and you know, activities that we like doing and we just, we get each other's sense of humor and, um, we just get each other period. So that, that's, that's the best way to put it. And then after, you know, once we like solidified how much we love each other and everything, then we factored in, you know, okay, what's it like living together, which we were basically living together anyways. Like I was just Mm -hmm. staying at your place, you were staying at mine. So it's like, okay, this is stupid. Like we need to just live together. Separate bedrooms though. Yeah, of course, of course, you know. <laughs> um, so, you know, once we started living together and, you know, I think it even more solidified for us because, you know, of course, the end goal was to get married. We both wanted to get married, but I think we wanted to also make sure that we were going to be compatible, like, throughout everything because we both realized, like, you need to date someone through every season of life to determine if they're going to be a good match for you and you need to see them at their best and at their worst and we saw each other through it all and you know we went through periods of time where we were kind of doing long long distance too like I mentioned with him being gone for six weeks and you know when football season came into play that was a big game changer because we hadn't really dealt with that a whole lot Mm -hmm. um and you know how we both handled everything it was just it just was solid. And so I think we were both like, okay, this is, this is forever. Like this is for real, for real, Mm -hmm. (laughs) for real, for real. Oh yeah. So yeah. All right. Next question from Arctic pineapple. How do you two (laughs) handle arguments and or difficult conversations? She locks me in the trunk of her car until I comply with whatever her side of the argument is. That's why we yep. have a pink couch, pink <laughs> chairs in the kitchen. Um, that was six hours in the trunk in August. Mm. So, you know, I can only hold out <laughs> so long before I just have to say, you know what? You pick all the furniture. Sure thing. <laughs> all lies. All lies. No, honestly, we have not had many disagreements no. on anything. Really, like, the, only, the only disagreements are like, are really not even I don't even want to call them arguments because they're not but it was more we've when we were doing long distance it was way harder to communicate effectively yeah so we didn't really have arguments we had misunderstandings yeah um strictly from you know communication because you know a lot of I'm working and she's working it's through text and you know it's hard to convey tone Mm -hmm. effectively um and all that stuff Aside from that, no, I mean, we, we, we don't really disagree on much of anything. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I think the the number one thing is just like being completely a hundred percent honest and transparent about how you feel. Like we we both, you know, I feel like we're both really good about sitting down and being like, hey, this kind of bothers me. Mm-hmm. Like this is how I'm feeling lately. Or even like it doesn't even have to be about each other. Like there's most of the time we never say anything about something the other person is doing. It's mostly about life stuff where we're yeah. just like. I'm stressed about this, and this is why I feel this way. Um, but sometimes, you know, like, we've gotten into discussions about, like, things that the other person has done that's just, you're like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we just sit down, and we're like, hey, you know, it's kind of hurt <laughs> feelings. Mm-hmm. And it's just about listening and, like, taking ownership of your your actions and, you know, communicating effectively. I feel like it's a lot harder for this generation to to do that just because we're so used to communicating through, you know, texting and social media even and calling each other and, you know, having face-to-face conversation and just being upfront with each other is, is difficult. But I feel like for us, you know, we have learned that that is just crucial in our relationship. Mm-hmm. You have to you have to be able to sit down and have a conversation about what's going on and being upfront with each other. Or else, like, it's just going to implode. Yeah. All right, next question. Sure. From Luck 23 is B going to, like, Florida gator hunting swamp tours? <laughs> um, never been on a swamp tour. Um, mm-hmm. I'd be down, though. Gator hunting, also never done, but I, I do love hunting. Um, and I would very much enjoy going gator hunting. Florida's fine. Uh, it's humid. But, you know, it's... Uh, not as hot as texas which has been nice yeah yeah it's crickets it's uh it's good i feel like there was sarcasm in there or sarcasm it's just i i don't know orlando like i know dallas i'm not a huge like disney guy yeah we'll get into more of that later yeah but you know i'm still just trying to and i haven't been here you know long enough to really find find my stuff and I'm I'm working a lot so it's hard for me to you know get out and meet folks and and find other stuff to do outside of work yeah um but no I mean the weather's nice um so yeah that's been good yeah I think right now like um it's all about trying to settle down and get into a new routine I mean I I didn't even start getting into a consistent routine about my work stuff until you know at the start of this month so it's it's been kind of um um, a transitional period for the both of us and he just got fully moved in like in the last week so we're just trying to figure out how how to you know deal with day-to-day life with him working from home and me having kind of a different schedule every day for the most part and mm-hmm. um and yeah like other than that I mean I feel like it's been it's been really awesome we've gotten to go on some you know, experience life, um, and do new things together that we haven't experienced before. Um, because, you know, I grew up going to Disney world, but I've never lived in Florida. I don't know what that's like. So this is our first time living here. Both of us. My first time coming here at all. I guess I went when I was a kid that I don't remember, but that doesn't really count. My first time was coming back in February. Yeah. And so it's a little different coming for the first time as a 25 year old as opposed to a 
five-year-old. Right. <laughs> yeah, very different. But, but yeah, I guess we'll find out some more fun things that we can do in Florida. You mm-hmm. never know. Yep. You never know. Um, do you want to come back to that one? Yeah. Okay, so... Ooh, Bryson's Disney faves. Oh, boy. Let's see. Peyton Anderson, <sighs> you always have the best questions. Um, all right. Well, let's see. Disney character, favorite one. Go. Well, that's that's you can't put me in a box like that. Because if we're talking about music wise, it's it's fro it's the frozen cast. You know, Elsa singing Let It Go. For I think Frozen has the best music. But if we're talking about like enjoyment of a film. Yeah, like favorite movie. Hmm. What are some ones I like? I, I'm drawing a blank <laughs> right now. Give me, give me a couple options. Um, okay, well, you've got all of your princess movies. No. You've got... <laughs> you said no. No. You, you like Frozen, though. I do like Frozen for the music, mainly. Yeah. Anyways, um, you've got all of your, um, like, Toy Story and Incredibles and... Incredibles is up there. Yeah. You, That's up there. Um, so, is Pixar... Yeah, Pixar is all Disney. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Cars. Love Cars. Yeah. You know, I love cars. (laughs) Not as much as Marissa loves cars. (laughs) One car in particular. Lightning Um, McQueen. mm -hmm. It's an icon. Um, Yeah, cars was dope. Um, I know you, like, don't you like Hercules? Not really. I'm thinking of Keenan. He loves Hercules. Trying to think of what else. He's not a big Star Wars guy. No, I'm a very small Star Wars he, guy. He, that's one thing that him and my dad, they, my, him and my dad are the same person, but when it comes to Star he Wars. He and my dad. I said, he, yeah, he and my dad. That's what I said. I said him and my dad. He and my dad. Whatever. That's something Philip Garrison would do also. Um, they are both. So you proper grammar? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all do the same thing. It's so crazy. So him and my dad are, he and my dad, good (laughs) Lord, he and my dad are the same person. So, uh, except for the Star Wars stuff. Like, my dad is a diehard Star Wars fan, and Bryson cannot make it through one movie. So that is one thing they do not see eye to eye on, but everything else, I cannot get a word in edgewise. Which, and I, I, I don't want to knock Star Wars, but it's something I never watched growing up. Yeah. And trying to watch it for the first time, same thing like with going to Disney World, like why I don't really care for it. It's so different starting as a 25-year-old. You like, do care for it. For what? Disney. I mean, I'm, what do you mean by care for it? Like, you like, like going. Well, like on a, like on occasionally. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying living like yeah. every day there. Yeah, I like going to eat there. Yeah, and you like you like Bryson's not a big rides guy. Either, I'm not. So that's so there's that's, not much for me there. Like yeah. besides eating. Yeah. Like that's why I like to go. <laughs> but just going to go like is not my cup of tea. Just because I didn't do it growing up, so I don't have like that same relationship with it. Yeah. Same with Star Wars, like. I wish I was, you know, part of that group, but I wasn't. Yeah. D- Disney is, like, when we, we went for the first time together in February before I, you know, started auditioning and got my job. Um, and he <laughs> he was, like, he had a great, we had a great time at Disney. I we think did. he was all, like, enthralled with how immersive it was and, like, the technology behind everything and just, you know... 
how how all of it works. Like it's just pretty astounding. We watched the mad we watched the um, Imagineering story together, which if y'all haven't watched it on Disney Plus, it's so interesting. Um, I highly recommend, especially if you're a huge Disney fan um, and you'd like going to the parks. But um, I think it got him even more into it because, like you said, he didn't grow up with Disney. Like Disney was not something that he experienced until he was like a teenager into adult. And so when you don't have like that nostalgia factor, it's not a huge thing because that's one of the main reasons I go to Disney is for the memories I have growing up with, you know, going to trips, like going on trips with my family and with my, you know, grandparents in particular, um, my siblings and, you know, also watching the movies. So, you know, I think that's, that's a big, that's a big part of going. And when you don't have that, it's, it's kind of harder to, to attach emotionally. Yeah, definitely. Like, and I know it's important to you, but like, and that's why he he goes because yes. he knows I loves it. it I he loves knows, it. He knows I loves it. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, would I ever go by myself? No. You did though. <laughs> I went to meet you there. Yeah. When you were already there, but if I was going, <laughs> just if no one I knew was there, no, I wouldn't go by myself yeah. ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's also I hate waiting on people. He's, he I'm very is impatient. impatient. Well, that's, that's, that's what's funny about this is because Bryson's a very patient person. He I'm, just, I'm patient with people I know and people I care about and people who, you know, deserve patience. <laughs> but, <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. I'm no, like a, like a doctor in a bankrupt hospital. I got no patience. Yeah, no patience. <laughs> but. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But um, But in lines, y'all, I cannot with him. I don't like lines, and I don't like seeing. Nope. You just don't. You don't like the heat either. Like you don't like standing there. I mean, nobody likes to stand in line and be sweating. No, I don't want to stand and ride for an hour for a two-minute ride that I don't really care about. Right. Like that, I'm not gonna gain anything from that I've already done from a movie that you don't care about. Like a movie I don't care about. That I've ridden before and nothing has changed. That right. just that is so absurd to me. Yeah, like the concept of it is. It, it's so funny because like I'm so diehard Disney and you know. I'm just Disney too. Like I feel like I'm knocking Disney. I'm not knocking Disney. I'm just knocking parks in general. Yeah, like like, he, I don't like do we that. went to Six Flags. This Hated boy, Six Flags. you would have thought this boy was dying on these rides. <laughs> he was not happy. He yeah. was he was passing out on these roller coasters. I was okay. like, that was one, maybe twice. You passed out twice on these roller coasters, Bryce. And whose fault was that? <laughs> Yours. The engineer. <laughs> All right, but I think that covers my Disney phase. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so who's your favorite Disney character? Oh, dang it. Um, you didn't answer that one. Elsa for music. Are the minions? Babe, that's, that's universal. Oh, dang it. It would have been the minions. Oh, Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Duh, that's easy. Easy money, Captain Jack. He's my favorite Disney. The the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Though that's my favorite movie franchise of all time. The the theme song has been my ringtone for the last probably thirteen or fourteen years. <laughs> um, not looking like that's going to change anytime soon. Um, and yeah, so that's that's an easy one. Cap- yeah. Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Okay. What are you most excited for with the wedding slash married life? I'm most excited for the end of the wedding because 
all the stress is going to be over with. <laughs> well, because I know I'm not going to be stressed at all. Being the groom is great because I don't have to worry about really anything. Um, I know you're going to be super stressed and it's going to be difficult because I'm going to keep trying to convince you that there's no need to be stressed and it's not going to work. I already know that's how it's going to happen. He told me this the other night and I was like, I don't think you understand that I'm not going to be that stressed because at the end of... You say that. Yeah, but... Okay, look. This is is a first for both of us, all right? Like, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care how everything goes as long as we get married. Okay. I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> okay. I know I'm super into all the planning and everything, but have I been super problematic about anything? You haven't been problematic, but you've been... Stressed. Yeah, a little yeah. high-strung about some well, of it. Well, yeah, because it's hard to do all of this stuff. I'm not saying it's not. Yeah. I'm also not saying you're going to get less stressed as we get closer <laughs> to the day. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not hard and you shouldn't be stressed. Yeah. I, I'm just saying you're going to be. I think it will get, you know, I, I think every bride that has recently gotten married or has ever been married can attest to this. If you have a wedding where you are going to have a, a certain number of guests and, you know, you have dreamed of, you know, a certain type of wedding for most of your life, you know the 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 stress it is and the shock it is whenever you figure out how expensive and how much planning goes into a, a one day. I mean, yeah, um, look at how stressed Jake and Peyton were yeah, before their wedding. Right. So I feel like it's just kind of a shock at first because you're excited and you're excited and you're excited and then you're like, holy crap, there's just so much work that has to be done. And then whenever you put it into perspective, it's like, this is for one day. And while it's supposed to be one of the best days of your life, it's also one day. And, like, it, you can't, like, get boggled down about all of the little tiny details that don't really matter. At the end of the day, you have to focus on, you know, the actual marriage, like, not just the wedding. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, with, you know, trying to make decisions and stuff, in the moments where I've gotten a little stressed and overwhelmed because it is such a big task to kind of get all this figured out in, you know, a timely manner, I've also had to think to myself, like, this is not what matters at the end of the day. Like, what matters is Bryson and I are getting married and, you know, it's going to be wonderful regardless. And right now, like, I've, I think I've that's another reason why I kind of took a break from doing a lot of wedding planning consistently so that we could have more quality time together so we can, you know, create these, these good memories while we're here because you're only, you're only engaged once. Like we only get to experience this once together. And also, I mean, you knocked out a lot of it. Like I think a lot quicker than we expected. Like you started working on it very early, which was obviously smart. Yeah. Um, because, you thought it would it would be a lot more difficult to get a lot of these things done in terms of you know venue and and deciding on colors and dresses and all and everything that goes into wedding planning and then like i don't know we're probably what 90% finished yeah. 95% finished planning and we haven't you haven't worked on it in a long time cuz you haven't had to you figured yeah. it out pretty dang early so i think that's another reason that you've been able to kind of just take a dang breath and, you know, enjoy this, this time now. Yeah. I mean, I did have a lot of time recovering from hip surgery. That was really helpful. Um, 
because I had nothing else to do, honestly. And I wanted to start working on it because I was excited and I was so bummed out because I couldn't do anything. Like that was, that was a really hard time for me. So getting to focus on wedding stuff was really fun and definitely lifted my spirits. And, um, I really enjoyed that time. And then I got so much done on it. And I was like, dang, I need to chill because I can't do anything else. But then it kind of was a, it was a blessing in disguise because then once, you know, I got my job offer and I moved and, you know, Bryce and I were apart and I was just kind of trying to make sense of what life is now. I did not have time nor care to be stressed out with anything further. So I needed to to not deal with that for a while. And then once I got settled, I could get back into it. But I then I then I got right on time. I was right on schedule with planning instead of being so far ahead. So yeah. it ended up being a good thing. But yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Wild stuff. But yeah, when it comes to like what are we so most excited for when it comes to the wedding, I would say like getting to have everyone there that we we love and getting to celebrate with them. That's super exciting. Mm-hmm. But I think we're most excited for the honeymoon. Absolutely, um, yes. Like, we're super excited about having this wonderful celebration, but we have been talking about this honeymoon since we booked it. Yeah. That was one of the first things we did. Yeah. Like, because we, we kind of knew what we wanted to do, and we wanted to go ahead and start paying on it. And Took some travel advice from Michael Scott. Yeah, we, we are big office fans, so naturally we wanted to go to Sandals. Um, and we just thought that would be that would be so fun. So yeah, so that's that's what we're gonna go do, mm-hmm. and we're literally literally counting down the days. Yeah. Um, but as far as getting married, what are you most excited for? Like marriage. Oh, like married life. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like honestly, I don't feel like a lot's gonna change. That's how I feel too. Uh, I mean, like I don't, I don't think that sounds like bad. No. Like that doesn't sound bad to me to no. say. But, That's I mean, true. Yeah, we've we've been, you know, living together. We've we've lived together for over, a, over a year now. Yeah, um, wow, it has been over a year. I know now. we've we've lived together for over despite a year. Despite that two month break, but was, despite <laughs> despite um, while you were we we were living in different states. Yeah, um, but no, I mean, I I think it's it's going to be essentially we're going to be doing the same thing we've been doing, but now with a legally binding document. Yeah, I mean, I. <laughs> I think that's one thing that my mom said when, you know, she, we were talking about, you know, what it's like to get married and all the things. My parents have been married for, you know, 25 years. So they, (laughs) 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 but Bryson, like that, that was, (laughs) that was one thing my mom said. She was like, you know, we both kind of like thought like it was going to feel so different in a way like we were gonna wake up and be like wow i'm married like it was it was weird to say like this is my husband rather than this is my fiance you know right. and we kind of went through that transitional period from like this is my boyfriend and this is my fiance but yeah but i don't think it was that weird of a transition like no i think it'll be exciting like, like it'll be exciting i'm gonna change like, my name uh, yeah like, and like emotionally it'll be like like, like Super fun. Yeah, it'll be yeah Super. similar to when we got engaged. But I think. at the end of the day, we're gonna be coming in terms of back. lifestyle. It's not gonna be anything. No, different. like we're gonna be coming back to our apartment and going back to work, yeah. <laughs> doing the same thing we've been doing yep. together for the past, you know, no, two years. No, wear a piece of jewelry on my hand for the first time. Right. Right. Yep. 
All right, last question from yeah. Kevin Bruce. Uh, do you have any thoughts whatsoever of going back to be a DCC for another season or two? Uh, well, Kevin, you know, I haven't thought much about it <laughs> since since this isn't directed towards anybody. You know, he didn't tag either one of us, so we can't say for <laughs> sure that he's asking you. Um, personally, you know, I haven't thought much about it. Um, you know, I, I just... I decided to go a different path. They called, they asked, um, begged, honestly. <laughs> but I said, you know what, Judy? Sorry, I just can't do it. Um, <laughs> I said, I appreciate your your overwhelming support um, and desire to have me join the team. But, you know, just going to have to pay me more. Mm. And they said they can't do it. Mm. So I had to turn them down. Mm. Um, Riss, on the off chance that he was asking you that question, what do you think? <laughs> I It's... It's kind of a it's it's a loaded question. There, I have to say, like when it comes to DCC, I have so many wonderful memories. And if you ever want to hear about, you know, how my experience with it was, you you can feel free to listen to episode three of the podcast where we do a deep dive into DCC stuff. Um, I have great, wonderful memories out of DCC, um, but also, you know. There's other things that I would like to do in my lifetime, and I believe that everything has a season, and every season has to come to an end at some point. And I think, you know, for me, with all the stuff that went on with my hip and, you know, just emotionally, it was the right time to go. Um, now, never say never. Who's to say? I, I mean, if something miraculous were to happen and they were to – you know, maybe get rid of the jump split or something like that. Um, I could probably consider going back at in in dancing, and especially if you know we're living in Dallas and it made sense, that could be something that could I, I would be interested in. But realistically, I I don't think that will ever happen. I think that they would probably keep the jump split forever, um, or at least until you know maybe they if they wanted to rebrand or if they wanted to have, you know, different people and, um, and staff positions, I don't know what would need to change for them to change the jump split. But, um, you know, as much as I like understand that I probably wouldn't want to be a cheerleader anymore. I think that I still would maybe be interested in, in being affiliated with the team in some format. Cause I do have so much, belief in what this organization stands for. And, um, I, I love, I, I have so much passion for, for dance and choreography and these women and, you know, having a platform to, you know, have a voice for, and, you know, raise awareness for causes that we we find important. And I love all of the work that DCC does with, um, the troops and with the hospitals and everything. It's just amazing. Um, so yeah, so I, I could see myself maybe at some point if I'm not dancing, um, I would like to, you know, maybe choreograph or maybe even be on staff at some point later in life. That would be really cool. Um, but yeah, as far as going back and doing a season or two, as long as the jump splits there, it's going to be a no from me, dog. <laughs> Unfortunately, I just don't, I do not want to have a hip replacement anytime soon. So let's, Let's leave it at that. But but great question. Um, I think I think Bryson's more likely to go on the team <laughs> if there's a jump split still. Um, but yeah, 
thank you all so much for all of the questions. Um, this was really fun for us to get to answer. I think um, a lot of y'all have not gotten to know Bryson a whole, whole lot um, just because we post about each other a lot, but, we, but most of our, you know, our life is, is pretty private. Like, we don't we yeah. don't talk a whole, whole lot about each other online. Yeah. I think I'm a fairly private. You're very per- private. Yeah, I'm a pretty private person. Yeah, you're a very private person, which I appreciate. Yeah. Because, you know, it's just some things I believe are, are meant to be private. Yeah. I, I'm outgoing and like I'm not a shy guy right. but I don't I don't put a lot out there into the world yeah and I think Bryson's trying this new thing which I think I'm gonna try at some point too um he's kind of taking a break from from social um like he'll he'll you know post on social media every so often but he doesn't like scroll through Instagram a whole lot or yeah. you know he but Facebook's basically dusted over ancient, like you're never on there. I haven't looked at Facebook since I was in probably eighth grade. I know. I made it, like I was peer pressured to make it when I was younger because I thought I would be cool in high school if I had one. I thought I had to have one. Mm-hmm. Used it for maybe a month. Yeah. And have not, the only thing I use it for now is logging into stuff. Like yeah. Half the accounts I have are like, oh, you have to log in with a, your Facebook information. Right. Uh, but besides that, no, I'd never go on Facebook. Yeah. And it's gotten to where you're like, you barely go on Instagram either. Yeah. Like, unless, like, I tag you in something, like, you don't even look exactly. hardly at all. It, like, I'll tell him about stuff, and he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm, like, having to explain it to him. Um, most, if we're on anything, you're on TikTok. Yeah. It, I, I allow just myself likes to TikTok scroll. breaks to watch funny videos. Yeah. And we'll send each other TikToks. We bond over our TikTok sharing. It's also, I don't see, that's the problem with social media, is I know TikTok's like the worst in terms of like selling our information <laughs> yeah. to other countries and stuff. But <laughs> I don't see a lot of negativity on it. Uh, well, you're on I the, don't. You're, I, my algorithm's your fantastic. Your algorithm's it's people nice. falling down and, and like <laughs> funny baby videos and a lot of pet stuff. Yeah. A lot of pet videos coming in. So my my TikTok is super positive and hilarious. Yeah. Uh, that's why I'm I'm fine with being on TikTok because it doesn't you know I don't get depressed looking at all the negative stuff on there. Yeah. See, sometimes that's how Instagram I have to like, and Twitter and everything else is. It's yeah. just depressing. I feel like I've had I've, lies. I've, lies. I've gotten a lot better about scrolling on Instagram and Facebook. Like sometimes I will, but I I think for me it's more of you know. If I'm going to get on there, it's more so to, like, post something and then get off of it. I try to not – I think I got into a really bad habit about um, kind of, like, stressing over social media when I was a DCC. Um, just because when I – yeah, Bryson's nodding his head big time. Yes. yes. Just yes, because I, I am what I'd like to call a recovering people pleaser. Um and I think that's been a big part of um, my adulthood is is recognizing that, you know, I put a lot of care into what people think about me, and I recognize that that's not healthy. Um, and like I do, I do, you know, care about what the people I love and care about me think about me. But also, like I've had to realize that it's my life, and it's about what, you know, I think is best for me at the end of the day, and. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what other people think about me. Um, but, yeah, I think I had a hard time with that with with Instagram and DCC and, you know, having to make 
everything look so shiny and positive and wonderful all the time. And, um, and I, and I just think I wanted to break that stigma. And I think another one thing is just comparison and not wanting to look at what everybody else is posting and trying to make my stuff look as awesome as theirs. And it kind of takes the pressure off. So I turned all of my notifications off. My notifications on Instagram have been off for probably two years now. So like I don't see when people like or comment on my stuff um, or DM me or anything. Um, so it's up to me for me to want to go see that. So I, I like that that's kind of in my control. Um, and I think that's my slow way of kind of weaning off of the social media stuff. But then again, I think there's a lot of positive factors in social media. Like I'm getting to a- be able to like share these cool parts of my life and I'll have something to look back on it for and um, I get to, you know, share important messages and everything online. And I appreciate that factor, but, you know, I think it's about how having to use it healthily. And I think if it were up to me and if I had not had this huge platform, um, of being online and created this, I think it would have been nice for me to not have it yeah, at all. I agree. <laughs> you know, I think, I, I think I at everybody, I know, I kind of wish we lived in a day and age where, no, social media didn't exist because yeah. I think life would be so much easier. Because also for me, the people who need to know about stuff that's going on in my life, I'll tell them. Right, you'll tell like, them. Everything else, also the people who don't need to know probably don't care. That's I, true. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, about me because yeah, you know, but me like, too. Like, well, no, but you also have a platform where you talk about things that have helped a lot of other people get through certain things, you know, yeah. and, and situations and stuff. That's not me. My my Instagram is, you know, pictures of us and me with a bunch of dead ducks or, or something like that. Like, no one, no oh one cares. God. I don't have a message to spread besides, uh, you know, you know, if you need financial advice. If you need financial yeah. advice, call Price Give me a shot. Yeah, give me a call. No, I mean, I, I think we both, there's so much that we've learned from each other that's been super positive. Like, I, and I, I don't think I've ever told you this, but I appreciate you for, you know, being so honest with me about everything and just always like keeping it straight with me and also and also just like helping me realize that you don't have to take life too seriously like you can have fun and not to say bryson doesn't care about life and he's he's too silly he's too too silly goose no bryson's very very much has it together but he just he has this way about life where he just lives it and just doesn't you know doesn't really care what people think and you know if you ever get the pleasure of meeting Bryson like he just he never meets a stranger and he always is a friend to everyone and is just such a kind person and I appreciate having that as you know like as you are my best friend and you're oh I'm gonna cry like you are <laughs> like you are my best friend and you are, you know, a role model to me and I appreciate that for like being a mentor. Oh, thank you, sweetie. I appreciate you. Yeah. And I'm glad we got to do this together. <laughs> me too. It's long overdue. Yeah, I got to chat about it. Even though you dogged on Disney. No, he didn't dog on Disney. <laughs> no. You know, but but yeah. I I'm I'm grateful we got to do this together today. It was so fun. But thank y'all for all the great questions, and Mm -hmm. um, I can't wait to share. Ask some more, and maybe you'll you'll see me again in another episode. I know we got to get you on here with Barb's Barb's and Bryson together are 
are quite funny. I'd like to have a podcast with Philip and Bryson. That's what I would listen that to. That would go so off the rails. It would, but I love you it. You wouldn't get a word in. No, absolutely sure. not. I would not be and there. Your, your target audience would be so lost. Yeah. And they they probably, I mean, shoot. It would be, it would definitely target the male audience. Yeah. Bunch Which I don't think, I don't think, bunch of kids, I don't think we have any, any male audience members. We might. I doubt, I doubt it. And if you, if we do, if you do have I'm male grateful. audience members, they probably aren't, aren't going to want to hear what Philip and I are talking about. <laughs> Who, <I knows>? mean, <laughs> Who knows? I mean, I don't know. You never know what this audience, what this audience wants, but you two kins, we need to call it the, the kins podcast. I'll come up with a better name. I know. I, <laughs> <laughs> but no, if, if y'all had a podcast, I would, I would give you the recording device i would walk what, away like oh <laughs> yeah i i would give it to you i would not even be in the same room i'd yeah. probably go with mom and yeah you go get your nails done our, or something. i literally was just about <laughs> to say go get our nails done <laughs> all right everyone thank you so much for all of your questions and stay tuned for another episode of life in the pink house and beyond mm-hmm.